I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you happy this morning? Amen. Amen. Let's just uh, go to the reading of the weight. God bless you, musicians. Amen. Or maybe, brother, use your own software for the Bible. Amen. I don't know why is it showing half I would want it to be full screen. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are reporting for duty this morning. Where else could we go except to be in your presence? And Lord, we came with expectations because we know that whenever we are in your presence, the supernatural takes place. If we are here and we sing, greet one another and listen to the sermon without the supernatural dropping into the service, our coming here is in vain. And Lord, we expect that post the service there should be a migration, spiritually speaking, from a state of gloomy to a state of hope from a state of sickness to a state of health, from a state of sadness to a state of happiness. Lord, it is bound to be a change when we are in your presence. We refuse to leave this place unchanged. We have come here so that you do not only change my neighbor, but change me as well. And as I report to you for duty as a minister, I expect a change as well. It is not where I come and preach to them, but let me be preached to as well. So that when we leave this place, everyone should have a testimony. Because, Lord, we know that when we come in this manner, it looks a natural meeting, but it is a supernatural meeting. Because one brought their portion of the pillar of fire, the other brought their portion of the pillar of fire, and there is this big pillar of fire in our midst, and we know the source they offer, dear God. We pray for every brother, even those that be burdened somewhat. We pray, dear God, that may you remove their burdens. We pray for those that are sick, may they be healed. We pray for those that are lost, may they be found. Whatever you need to do, dear God, you don't need it to be hindered in any way. Do as you see fit, dear God. As we commit of the way to you, all these things we ask them, believing in the most gracious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As we turn to the book of Colossians, the book of Colossians, just be careful of the cable. From verse 12, it reads in this manner. Shall we read it together after me, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to which which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness? And hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And 
in whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Who is in the image of the invisible God. The first the born of every creature. For by him were all things created. That are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones, or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him, and for him, he is before all things. And by all things uh, consist. As you take your seats. Uh, amen. amen. We had a blessed time uh, for the couple, the last couple of weeks from the expression of gratitude to your faith is the key. To the power of principle. Amen. Amen. So we've been uh, tremendously uh, blessed by what God has been ministering here from behind the pulpit. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to speak on the invisible made visible for our invincibility. Amen. Amen. That's what I want to speak about this morning. Because we have an appetite to be invincible. How many have got an appetite to be invincible? Because when you say you want to be invincible, that means you have to be squeezed and tested so that your invincibility comes to the surface. Do we agree? There is no way an army can say they are invincible unless there is a there is war. There is no way that you can say you are invincible unless there are some obstacles that you need to overcome because life is a battle. Amen. Amen. Brother Brenham says life is a struggle. Everything is struggling to live. Every morning, every creature that wakes up, it wakes up to struggle to live. And a human being is not exempted from that. Now, I say I want to speak about the invisible made visible for our invincibility. So already by the title you get a sense that the source of our invincibility, it is the invisible. You've got to tap into the invisible and bring the invisible to the visible, then you become invincible. Are you still with me? Yeah. And we want to tap into uh, the, invinci- the invisibility because the scripture says Christ, who is the image of the invisible God. Amen. So that means if you want to see God, who do you look at? Because he's the image of the invisible. Now, uh, scientifically they say if something is invincible, is invisible, I hope I'm not going to 
get my tongue stuck between invincibility and invisibility, but the Lord will be gracious. Amen. Now, the, if something is invis, invisible, uh, science says it must not be... So, firstly, let's explain what makes something to be visible. And uh, we'll look into that. Actually, this morning, as you are looking, or maybe before I get to the... To make something, anything invisible, it must not be able to absorb light. That is the first point. Something for it to be invisible, it must not be able to absorb light. And it must not be able to reflect light. And it must not be able to bend around the light. So, however way you put it, Anything for anything to be invisible, it must escape light. Are, are you with me? Why is it in that manner? It's because light is what brings the invisible to be visible. Are you with me? Now, when you look at something, you are not actually looking at the thing itself. Instead, your light bounces off the thing into your eyes, and your brain converts that light into an image. If the light does not interact with an object, the results, in the, the results are the object becomes invisible. So this morning, you are not seeing me. You are seeing a reflection of light that your mind converts into an image. If there is no light, then you cannot see me. Are you still with me? Stay with me because it is a principle for anything to be visible, there must be a certain amount of light. Because anything that casts a shadow, it cannot cast a shadow unless there is a light. And a shadow in this case, we are referring to the image. Are you still with me? So if anything, for anything to be visible, if there's got to be a light, that means even before the beginning, the great Elohim in his invisible form, for him to be visible, there had to be light. Amen. That is why the scripture says, let there be. Light. Amen. And we're going to get into that. Now, now let's bring one or a few, few equations before I get into what I'm going to speak about. I said an object minus light is invisibility. And I say object plus light equals to visibility. Now, but it does not mean that when there is object and light, there is going to be visibility at all times. Sometimes there is what we call lack of perception of light. And that is what we call blindness. There could be an image, there could be a light, an image can reflect the light, but still a person cannot see if they've got no perception of light. Are you still with me? We can bring him from the invisible to the visible, but unless a person has got a perception of light, it is of no value. So there's got to be an image, hallelujah, the invisible coming to the visible through light, but there's got to have an ability for one to perceive light. I hope we are together here. If you don't perceive light, then that means you cannot see. Now, science, uh, and this is one punchline that you can give to the atheist. 
Science says absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Are you still with me? If you find, look for something, if you don't find it, it is not the evidence that is not there. Are you still with me? Because later on, somebody will find it. Are you still with me? So if somebody says there is no God and they say that I've got evidence, I've looked around, that evidence of the absence of God is not the evidence that God is absent. Are you still with me? That is why two people can look at one thing and come to different conclusions. As we come to Genesis 1 verse 3. It says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, Genesis 1, 16 says, and, Brother Brahman says, the moment you see and, it says it's a, it's a, he calls it a consecutive, a conjunction, conjunction. It means something happened prior to that. Are you still with me? It's a conjunction. And it says, and God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, and he made the stars also. Now the question would be, is there any difference between the light of Genesis 1.16 and the light of Genesis 1.3? Because if he said, let there be light, why did he later have to make, make light? And here we find that he made the sun and the moon and the stars. Does it mean there was a light before there was a light that we are exposed to, which is the natural? Yes, somebody can run quotations in their mind and say, Brother Brenham says, God said, let there be light. And it took a while, some billions of years. And later there, the sun rolled out and there the sun appeared. But again, I want to bring something to you in the message, question and answers, paragraph 54. Brother Bremen says, how many know that, that scripture has a compound meaning to every prophecy? Yes. Uh, hallelujah. Sure, yeah, yes, sir. It will say it and mean it exactly to this time and turn around and repeat it again back yonder here somewhere. Are you still with me? So, Brother Bremen says, you can look at something in the Bible, and that thing can have compound meaning, double meaning. Now, here is a question. When he said, let there be light, yes, I want to acknowledge that the end result of that statement, it was the natural sun. But again, I want to acknowledge that there is another light before the natural sun. Are you still with me? And here, Moses could not, you see, uh, I think it was Masuma that spoke that Moses looked at the beginning. John looked at the beginning before the beginning of Moses. William Brenham went before all the beginnings. Amen. Are you still with me? Yeah. Now, we, we, let, there be, let there be light. Now, when you come, then Brother Brenham comes to tell you about how this great being was there. And out of that great being came out a halo. And he says that was the Logos. And that was the expression of the invisible God. That was God coming into the visible form. Are you still with me? And let there be the light. It could indeed be that light. Now, if, if the creation, the natural creation, the source thereof is the light, which is the sun, I believe that the spiritual creation, the source thereof, must be the light. Are you still with me? I believe there is a natural creation and there is spiritual creation. 
I believe that they were coming parallel to each other. Are you still with me? Yes, let there be, it produced the sun, but in the same breath, it produced the logos. Are, are you still with me? Now, I want us to get back into, into the light. Now, Brother Brenham, in one message or several messages, you can punch it on your computers. He says, this morning, God is as visible, is as tangible as the light on my hand. Now, that's scientifically impossible because light is not tangible. Are you still with me? Now, the question, you see, now, somebody can take that statement and run and say, Brother Brenham spoke a lie. Uh, then it, it really shows you lack revelation. Now, when you go and get, can light, they say light is one of the intangible matter that does not exist in tangible form. But remember, Brother Brenham says he's as tangible as the light. I want to follow on that and say, Brother Brenham is right. And I'll prove why it, he is right. Now, they say light bounces off an object and gets absorbed through our eyes to form an image of where it bounces off from. And we touch light by absorption. We touch light by so Brother Brenham Way says, light, here is the light. It's as tangible as the light on my hand. It simply says it is tangible based on that I have absorbed this light. Amen. Are you still with me? Isn't God light? So you cannot touch him, but you can absorb him this morning. Yes. Are you a church? Now, now we, we, we have to come to this point. If, if this service this morning is going to be a success or we want our coming year not to be a waste of petrol and waste of electricity in the morning as we're preparing, it must be, we must be able to tap in the supernatural and find what we need in the supernatural and bring it down into the visible form. Are you still with me? Hebrews 11 verse 3, it says, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Do you believe that? There's no big bang. Big bang is just somebody's hallucinations. Hallelujah. If there was a big bang, where are the other bangs? Who started the bang and who stopped the bang? Are you still with me? These things, they show there is a deliberation in the creation. There is a God that spoke the universe into existence. And through faith, we can't prove it to you. Because with faith, you can, faith is something that cannot be proven. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were, made, were not made of things which do appear. Which tells you that things that are seen were made of things that cannot be seen. The visible was made possible by the invisible. Are you still with me? So that means if it does not exist in the invisible, it will not exist in the visible. 
Because the visible are made of the invisible. And if it is existing in the invisible, there is nothing that will stop it from coming to pass in the visible. And what we call great discoveries and civilization is because a human being was able to tap into the invisible and bring the invisible to the visible. Brother Brenham says when Adam was here, television was here. Do you believe that? And it says later on what happened, a scientist went, he, the scientist did not invent, I hope I'm using it, he only discovered television. He did not create a television, he discovered a television. Television was created by God before the scientists were there. And one scientist stepped into the supernatural and tapped and brought the, 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 the television into the visible form. But here is a danger. Every time you want to tap into the invisible, to bring the invisible to the visible, you are going to be perceived as somebody that has lost his mind. Are you still with me? And that, why, why is it like that? It's because you see something that people cannot see. You touch something that people cannot touch. Benjamin Franklin, we are told by Brother Brenham, he touched electricity. And he said there is power somewhere that can switch on a bulb. It had never been happened before. He came out and stood in the rain with a kite and said, I will get it. And he didn't know what he was looking for because it was not named. But he knew that there is a certain power that I can discover from the invisible and bring it to the visible. And today the entire building is electrified because it took one man to look crazy to the world in order to bring the invisible to the visible. And this morning may it be a case that somebody in the building will look like a crazy person. Because they would have tapped into the invisible and say, it is there. I know it is there. You cannot see it, but I know it is there. And will bring the invisible to the visible. Are you still with me? I would like Brother Brenham in the message, the countdown. He says, always science and church go together. And let me tell you, folks, Brother Brenham, in one message, he says, the church is far behind. I'm going to read a quotation. He says, science is ahead, and it should not be the case. And if the world has got world scientists, we need spiritual scientists. And I believe I'm addressing spiritual scientists, people that can bring discoveries. Oh, brother, people that can bring the discoveries. And we say, by faith, this sister discovered this. Abraham was a scientist. He knew that he can find something that can cure menopause. Hallelujah. Did he find it? Enoch was a scientist. He knew that I can walk and walk up to a point where I walk from the visible to the invisible. How do I explain that? By faith. Joshua was a scientist. He knew that the walls can crumble without a bulldozer. We just walk around the walls and make a certain noise. There is no formula for that. The only formula for that is by faith. Oh, brethren, I'm addressing spiritual scientists this morning by faith. Elijah, before there could be aeroplanes, he took a flight home. 
The chariots were lowered. Where did they come from? At what speed did they travel? This is what before science discovered you can fly out. Before the Wayne, the, the Wayne brothers ne? could ever discover an aeroplane, somebody flew out. Before they could build the boat, somebody was floating on the water. Now he sees that I'm going into our science. He uses his science to interrupt my science. But he will not stop me. (laughs) Hallelujah. I say he will not stop us. Brethren, this morning I want every one of you to leave the visible realm. And venture into the visible. And say what is there for me in the invisible. You came, some of you are discouraged. Anything that has discouraged you, I can trace it to the visible. And say you are disturbed because this happened. But for you to change that, step into the invisible. And change the energy in the invisible. Are you still here with me, brethren? Brother Bram says in this message, Why Christ speak? Paragraph 46. He says, I think no church in its practice, no matter how intellectual and fundamental it might be, that church cannot thrive until the supernatural is made known among that people. And they see, you've got to see the supernatural. How do you see the supernatural? You've got, to, Mike, you've got to tap into the supernatural. Something that they talk to, that will talk back to them, that vindicates this written weight. Are you with me? So I say, that's why as I started, I say, if we just come here and it is just the same on music and we go home, it is all in vain. But if we, can make, if we can make somebody to open that door of the supernatural and say, oh my, the very, all the things that I've been looking for, they are right here. Are you still with me? And, and how, do you, how do you make the supernatural to pour down into the natural? You've got to testify about the supernatural before they become natural. Before they become visible to the natural eye, you must say, I've got it. I'm still, and people say, where is it? Tell them, I'm still in the laboratory. I'm processing it. It may not take a week, it may take a day, a week, a year, but I'm processing it. At the end of the process, it will be visible. I, 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 I hear people. Brother says in this message, 
I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Paragraph 7. It says, I was just thinking a few minutes ago upon the subject of signs. And I just thinking of how that signs, how that they are taking the natural man, how he has went into the research from the fall of the natural and what he has done. And how little the spiritual man has progressed in the kingdom of God. Folks, it's an introspection here. Brother Bremen says a fallen man progressed so much in his fallen state. But when you look at the spiritual man, he has not progressed as much as the natural man. And it says, I was thinking that the natural man went out at the unseen of his eye and pulled an atom down out of the sky and split that atom into two that destroys human life. And if the natural man that knows nothing of God can do, cannot know nothing of God except he be converted, then his soul becomes alive with the supernatural. If he could do that in the natural realm, what ought the man of God to be doing? Uh, are you still here? Yes. Then it says, my friends, my friends, the church is so far behind. Let's pray, my, that God will move his church up. The natural man with the natural resources is getting greater results than people that call themselves Christians. Then it says, let's press into the unseen. What made the natural man to be so progressive? He believed he could tap into the unseen. You are now waiting for the coronavirus vaccine. But all of them, you're looking for Russia, you're looking for America, you're looking for Britain. You're just looking for one scientist that can pull into, that can look into the invisible and bring it into the visible form. Now, if the scientists are at hard at work to find a cure, what are the spiritual scientists doing? Are you a church? Are they just worried about masks? Yes, we need to put the mask. But that is not the end of it. Are we going to, as spiritual scientists, are we just satisfied that we're going to ration how people attend church and say, you are coming, you are not coming. What are we going to do? I say, let's get into the laboratory. And we've got the instrument and that is faith. Are you here, church? By faith, let's get into the laboratory. There is a spiritual inoculation in God's laboratory. Let's get there before the natural man gets there. I can hear some skepticism in the building and say, are you mixing the two? No, sir. The natural man is still struggling to find a cure for cancer. But there was a spiritual man from Jeffersonville. He stood night after night and declared the Kansas to be healed. And the Kansas were healed. 
And if that man can do that, every man and woman in the building can do exactly the same thing. They can bring the invisible to the visible form. Come on, church. This morning, I, want, I don't want to preach to church members. I want you to migrate. I'm preaching to spiritual astronauts. I'm preaching to the people that can go out there and discover what is out there. And you sing a hallelujah and say, I got it. What did you get, my brother? HIV is healed. How? By faith. Cancer is healed. How? By faith. Blood pressure is healed. By, by faith. Come on, church. If the saints are not ashamed, let us not be ashamed. Oh, this morning it feels good to preach to the spiritual institute, the spiritual scientific institute. A bunch of scientists with no academic qualification, but they are amateurs God. They came from eternity. Heaven respected them. Heaven respected them. Let me bring something here. Before there was track, a car was stolen at one of Brother Brenham's meetings. And they came to Brother Brenham and said, it has been stolen. Brother Brenham did not phone Trekker. He said, there is a Holy Ghost that knows where that car is. And under the authority of the word of God, the Holy Ghost went where the car is. And said, spiritual scientists, rise up to the occasion. Every material you need is available. How about that spiritual scientist whose, do- whose son was sick? An aeroplane was in the air. Airborne. Hallelujah. That auntie said, no, no. I'm responsible for the aviation. She was not a witch. She was higher than a witch. The witch have got an aspiration to get there. This woman interrupted a program and said, that plane must come down. That plane must come down. And the plane came down. Hallelujah. We need such. This is not a season just to read. The prophet said, yes, we need. But this is a time to say, this is what he said. This is what I have. This is what the Bible said. This is what I have. This is what the prophet said. This is what I have. Time of possession. Am I preaching to spiritual scientists this morning? Am I preaching to the people that are going to do something about it? People like Thomas Edison labored, failed it 10,000 times, and came out and said, and they say, are you not discouraged? He says, let me tell you, now I know 10,000 ways of not how to do it. Look at that attitude of that saint. A scientist is not somebody that gives up. They keep on researching. They keep on researching, spending time in the laboratory, testing this and testing that. How about you? Just take five quotations and go into your spiritual laboratory and say, let me test this. I'll test this today. I'll test this tomorrow. I'll test this this week. Next week, next year, before you know it, you are now making into Hebrews 11, where the scientists of the Bible are there. And we say, by faith, Brother Philip. By faith, Brother Freddy. 
By faith, Sister Lois. By faith, Sister Not yesterday, but today. You see, the danger that inside in, in, in scientific realm is that if you discover something, if you don't approve it, it becomes obsolete. Are you still? Go and look at the first car. It looks very terrible. It's a prototype. Yes, somebody discovered it, but somebody improved on that. And somebody came and improved on that. Today you are driving cars that don't need have car keys. They just sense when you get to them. But, it, but had you told them 60 years ago, they would have said, oh, you are losing your mind. But today it is a norm. Are you still with me? Do you know how much it was to phone America in the, in the late 90s? I remember we stayed with a, call, a, a, a roommate of ours. We had installed a, a telephone line. Then we had got to the holidays. When we came back, then we received a bill, and this bill was massive. Then we wondered, because we were not around, why is the telecom bill this? Because we are using this line only to receive calls from home. Only to find that one of our roommates did not go, was remaining. Then we went there to, I remember Pretoria Trumshire to pull out a printout, they called it then atomized building. Then when we looked, we saw calls to America. Then in, we confronted him that evening, he says, no, I was trying to call R. Kelly. Now we're students, now we're remaining with this fight beat. I still don't know how we resolve that. Because it was a very tense night, Arkeli. But today, on your WhatsApp, you can speak to a person in America with no cost. What happened? Science progressed. And if science has progressed, if you can speak to somebody in America with no cost, can you speak heaven without no cost? If, there are, if a communication has become easy, even spiritual communication has become easy. I'm told there is a gadget, they call it Lamula, they've just given it to the woman. When you've got it on your gadget, you just press panic button, in no time the cops are there. Now I say, if the world can do such, definitely if the world can have a natural panic button, the heaven must have a spiritual panic button. Where you, get, where you get into danger. And you are scared, but you say, in the name of Jesus Christ. And heaven releases angels. Folks, heaven can intervene in real time. Remember that sister that was coming from church? And as she was coming, she saw this big man. And this man looked intimidating. And she prayed in her heart and said, Lord, I'm scared. All of a sudden, heaven released a big dog that came from nowhere and started walking next to her. And as soon as they went past that man, oh, where did that dog go? It just disappeared. It was brought from the invisible to the visible in real time. 
You can't explain these things. But by faith, they are like that. Uh, now I'm going to shock you. I remember many years back, Theo, brother Theo Erasmus gave us a testimony. Sisters had gone to a shopping center, didn't have malls then. Went to a shopping center. When they got to a shopping center, the thieves were there. If I remember very well, the thieves had tempered with the car to take out the battery. And they were expecting, I think they were expecting that when the women came, they would say the car would not start, they would try to help them and hijack them. Now what happened is that the sisters came back for the way shopping and took everything and put it into the boot and came and they were just talking and drove home. And when they got home, after they parked, the husband wanted to use the car to go somewhere else. And when she, he came and wanted to start the car, the car couldn't start. And the husband opened the, boot, the, the, the bonnet and to look, the battery was not there. It was a shock. They looked into the street. There was no trace of a battery. To them, it was incomprehensible that a car drove from a shopping center to where it came without a battery. I believe heaven released the necessary power to charge that car so that it can reach wherever it was going. Folks, what am I saying there? I want to increase the intensity of your faith and say, if it happened to them, Brother Mariva, I had a situation, but I'm not going back with the same situation. I now realize I have a power over this situation. And after church, people ask you, they say, I don't know how it's going to be. You know, I'm looking at you as a church. You have gone through many challenges. Some of you thought you would have long been finished, but you are still standing. You are still against all odds. You are still standing. Why are you still? Brother Mutawizi can give a testimony. All the symptoms that he had, it was of Corona. We are speaking daily, but they don't avoid him. He's delivered. Sister Sinigwile was sick. She just, the boss was sick and she as well somewhat was infected. And she said, Pastor, I'm sick. I think I'm going to die. I'm so sick. It's so painful. But I realized that goodness, Satan, you are a liar. Before we we close the church doors, we made a declaration. We are living as we are. We are coming as we are. We are not going to lose anyone in the name of Jesus Christ. Get your hands off her. And she is delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning I want to declare to you, we are not afraid of Satan. We are not afraid of demons. Every demon is under our subjection. Don't say Trump spoke like that is sick now. I'm not Trump. I believe in the almighty God. I believe in the revealed word of the hour. Folks, whatever Satan brings our way, we've got an answer. 
If he makes us sick, we will be healed. If he kills us, we will resurrect. There is no end to ourselves. I say here, folks, Brabham says, friends, the Christian community is lagging behind. Science now is speaking about the fourth, fourth industrial revolution. What is the fourth industrial revolution? The blurring line between reality and technology. So there is no distinction that it's technology. Technology becomes real. You go and speak to machine, Malaka, and the machine greets you in the name. Most of you, call centers used to call you, now you are being called by machine. Yes, sir. I don't pretend they don't call you. Amen. And when you answer, it's just the machine talking with your information. Where did the machine, where did the computer get your information? It's industrial, fourth industrial revolution. Yes. You get into certain areas, you are greeted by a machine. NetBank is reducing the number of tellers. Yeah. McDonald's in America, they have now done away with cashiers. You just go there to the machine, the machine helps you. Science is moving. And they are moving away from the reliability on a man. Because man likes accuracy, reliability, and as well as precision. And they say this machine can work in the warehouse. And they move, they pack trucks, machines. I used to say, with intelligence. Now, what is the church doing? Gossiping. Attacking one another. Being jealous of one another. If one, make, if one makes it, it brings envy in others. <laughs> Undermining each other's achievements. There was one minister that couldn't afford BMW some years back. He used to blast it. Every Sunday, the day he afforded it, he kept quiet. <laughs> so all along, it was not a sermon. It was pettiness. Yeah. The church is caught up in pettiness. Yeah. Bring each other down. We are the church. You are not the church. We have a doctrine. You have no doctrine. Folks, we don't look at that. Where are the results? Where are the results? John, he sends his disciples and say, ask him, is he the one or must we look for another? And the disciples came and said, John says, are you the or must we look for another? Then he say, he doesn't say, brother, tell John, according to Isaiah, a vision shall conceive. Tell John that even Moses knew my, he said, didn't say so. You say, tell John, the deaf can hear, yes. the dumb can speak, yes. the lame can walk, yes. the gospel is preached to the poor, yes. because Christ is identified by his characteristics, yes. 
And here's my question, church. Are you the bride or must we look for another? Are you the bride or must we look for another? And what shall it be the answer? We are at Lighthouse. It's not enough. We've got a church building. That's not enough. We've got sophisticated people. in. That's not enough. We are looking to say, yes, Brother Madiba. We are the bride. Kansas in our midst are nothing. Sugar diabetes in our midst are nothing. Sin in our midst is nothing. Tell us, look at our young people. The world is ravaging them. But look at our young people. Look at our marriages. Presenting a case to Satan. And say, we are the ones. But we have been satisfied with mediocrity. While your prophets say, time is coming that even missing limbs will be restored. Not in the millennium. Oh, Namtanj. Today. Not in future. In this season. And say, it's coming a time where brothers, where they would have forecast. And say there's going to be, what do you call it? Drought. Cows are dying. The field is burning. Because of the scorching sun. And a brother goes to another brother. And say, brother. (laughs) Brother. Things are tough on my farm. And a brother. A spiritual climatologist looks into the sky and says, Brother, we can change matters. Now we can change the matters. Yes, whether Biro said so, but you have come to a higher person than the higher the, the, the weather bureau. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release. I release. You know why you are, you are having problems? It's because you think it's pompous. It's not being pompous. It's when you know your authority. It's when you know your position. I give you rain. And it will be so. And the brother goes back. Around his farm. There just comes rain. It didn't come from heaven. It didn't come from God. It came from another brother. <laughs> Come on, church. Come on. While the world is busy being obsessed with cloning, you know what is cloning? They say this animal is, is, going, is becoming extinct. Let's clone it so that we preserve it. We are not cloning. Here is a man in the woods. He's there thinking. Spiritual scientist in the end time. He's there thinking about one scientific formula. Mark 11. If you say to this mountain, be moved, it will be so. He's thinking about this formula. And a voice speaks and says, you are now in the laboratory. You can now make it come to pass. (laughs) Brother, then he stands up and says, now I'm going to create. Let there be a squirrel. And there was a squirrel. 
and he shot the squirrel. He said, I thought it was a vision. The squirrel was bleeding. He said, I picked up, I was about to go. And the boy said, don't go. You said you need three. Ah, brother. Then he began to realize that this is good. And said, now as a hunter, I know that squirrels are allergic to the sycamore tree. But today, because now I'm a spiritual scientist, I was told by other people how a squirrel behaves. But today, I need the squirrel where the squirrel cannot be found. I wonder this morning there is a spiritual scientist in the building that said they told me it cannot be there. They told me it's impossible. But right now, I'm using a spiritual formula. I need it where they say it cannot be. Where is thy leather be? Where is your leather be? Come on, you can't say you are a creator. What did you create? Huh? What did you create? You can't say you are an amateur God. Where did you display your Godship? Huh? If a man, if a, if a man comes and says, I am the husband, what are you going to say? Who is your wife? I'm the pastor. Where is you? You. I'm the wife. Where is you? (laughs) You are an amateur God. Where's your where's the display of your Godship? Where's the display of your Godship? No, the prophet said, no, wait, we know. By the way, is the display of your Godship. Oh, brother, we've got the dynamics. Show us. Oh, we're the message group. We're a wonderful group of people. They revealed the weight of the world. Where are the results? Where are the results? Are you complaining as the world is complaining about Satan? Then you are average. Brother, have you ever seen when you've got a problem, somebody just say, don't worry, I've got a solution. We need such Christians that say, ah, brother, I have got the solution. It was the fridge of the sister Mida's mom. It was broken. And the old lady said, I don't have money to phone the handyman. But God, you must be a handyman. Because you are our all in all. And she kneeled down. And in no time, (laughs) the fridge started working again. You see, you, 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 you are battling because you've got a number of handymen you are. And you've got money to pay the handy. You can't understand this testimony. One day the clock stopped. And she said, you, I'm going to be late. This is the only clock that I have. She came and kneeled before the clock. In no time, tick. Hey, 
That's all right. I'm glad you are clapping your hands. But we want to clap hands for you. We have, been, we have clapped hands for Sister Haiti. We have clapped hands for Sarah. We have clapped hands for Hannah. We have clapped hands for Joshua. It's time we clap hands for you. Are you here, people? But for us to do that, you have to tap into the invisible and bring the invisible and make them invisible for our invincibility. Folks, if somebody ever made something that was invisible and made made that thing to be visible, then there is a certain degree of invincibility. I think the likes of Brother Andrew and Sister Skosana would know when you teach a child that doesn't believe they can make it, and you as a teacher, you believe on their behalf and say, This is nothing. You're going to do it. He says, Teacher, no, I can't. You say, You're going to do it. I believe in you. And from that time, the boy or the girl writes whatever test it is, and he or she excels. Then you, you see them coming with the happiness beaming on their face. And you can see that they've got an appetite for another. Another. Because why? They've, the strength that was there, or the intellect that was there, that was invisible, now is visible. Then it makes the boy to be invincible. And say, give me more. Are you still with me? David, he knew. He never thought he could be, uh, destroy the lion. But when he did that, it, it created a sense of invincibility. When he saw the bear, he did not hesitate. No, he took the bear. When he saw the Goliath, he took Goliath. Because why? When you make the invisible to be visible, it creates a sense of invincibility. Are you with me, brethren? Why did Brother Branham say to Sister Haiti, whatever you need, even if it is a million, is because he saw in the woods the invisible become invisible and it made him to be invincible. And in the building right now, I hope somebody can peep through the supernatural realm. Let me read this quotation. Brother, in the message, I think I skipped you that one. God's provided will, paragraph 24, 29 rather. The prophet says, now when you receive, when you receive the inspiration that Jesus died for your sickness, <laughs> is that very hour that you are, you don't wait, wait for a conference. You don't wait for Sunday morning. At that very hour, your healing has. <laughs> That's right. When you receive from heaven that Jesus died for your sins and you have accepted it, you don't need any prayer for you then. 
brother. Amen. You have already accepted it. It's settled. Now, now we can preach the weight. Explain the weight. But you have to receive the weight. And say, oh, hallelujah. That's what sets it afire, brother. When you receive it, the revelation, something slips out of the unseen world yonder. Comes rolling down through a mystical channel somewhere into your soul. Mm. This morning, every one of you has a, a mystical tube. That is connected to the supernatural. And you can activate something to drop down there and come through that mystical channel into your soul. Let's check what when that happens, what happens. Through a mystical channel somewhere into your soul, that says, now I see it. Now the invisible becomes... Your eyes brighten up. <laughs> Brother, the supernatural must have an impact on the natural. Your eyes brighten. Your lips that hang down straighten up and smile. Every muscle in your body seems to rejoice. When you have seen it, now you begin to tap. It moves every muscle. You begin to rejoice. Remember, you don't have it yet. Your wife cannot see it. Your husband cannot see it. Your pastor cannot see it. Your sister cannot see it. But you see it. Every muscle in your body seems to rejoice. Something is going to happen. So you don't need to be in a prayer line then. Yes. This morning, some people don't need a prayer line. Yes. Right on the chair where they are sitting. They are able to open the supernatural and something rolls down from the supernatural through the mystical channel into their soul. Then right there, a long face changes. And you begin to know it. I don't know how many have ever experienced that Eureka moment. How many where you ever you have lost something? And you look for it, you search for it, you search for it, and the absence, its absence is not the evidence that is not there. And one day, two o'clock in the morning, you just say, Ha! Ah, yes! Why? Say, I got it. How did you find it? You found it in yourself. Are you still with me? That's that's the kind of eureka moment that we expect as we are preaching. We can preach the word, explain the word, but you have to receive it. You must be able to say, you, yeah. This is me. This is my time. This is my season. 
This is who it is speaking about. There he was preaching about me. Oh, brother, we come to church so that the preacher can preach about us. Those days that he was preaching about us and you are angry, that's immature. I come and say, Lord, I need to be on the agenda. I have a need. Put it on the minister's notes and confirm it in my heart. And when the minister touches it, you say, glory to God. Bring the quotation, brother. <laughs> no. Your eyes brighten. Are we still there? Every muscle in your body seems to rejoice. Something is going to happen. You don't need to be in a prayer line there. You've got it then. Now, that's where if everybody in this building at this time will get that kind of an attitude, every person right now would be perfectly healed. Oh, brother, let me say this again. People just think it's a question. If everybody... You know, there is a reason why Jesus, when he went to pray for Jairus' daughter, he excused some disciples. Every time when there is a bigger miracle needed, Jesus used to excuse people and remained with believers to create an environment or an atmosphere for miracles. Now your prophet say, if everybody in this building at this time would get in that kind of an attitude, every person would be perfectly healed. Now how do we get people that way? Some can receive it. Some cannot receive it. But those who can receive it, they look at it and accept it and believe it. Others maybe in another meeting now, that's one way of preaching it, by the way. Another way is to maybe somebody speak with tongues and they give interpretation and reveal the secrets of their heart or maybe there would be someone who as a prophet would stand and do something in the supernatural that would look up and say, oh, there it is. Then something happens to them. But you sit there and some say, hmm, that's mental telepathy. Oh, I know, Dr. Jones said so. Brother, you are in a dangerous place. You are in a terrible place. You might say, all, say it's all punk, meaning worthless, and so forth like that. But you will answer at the day of judgment for it. Folks, as I come to the end of my message, let us step into the supernatural and bring the supernatural into the natural. And say, by God's grace, this is what my faith produced. This is what my faith produced. And God is more than willing to partner with you to make the visible and make the invisible to be visible for our invincibility. When you go and check, the Bible says, in the beginning was the weight, the weight was with God, and the weight was God. And that weight was brought into the visible form when it became flesh. And that weight made flesh became invincible that even death, the grave, and anything could not conquer him. 
because the invisible was made visible. May it be a case in your life as we come to the end. God bless you. As we stand to our feet. There is a song that says, He is Lord. He is Lord. We're just going to worship Him.
has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great Are there witnesses in the building?
God and say all that is within me all that is within me be still and know that I'm God sister Dibari as we're going to wrap up in prayer amen
bow our heads with our eyes closed. I'll pray, you'll pray after me. Lord Jesus, we appreciate you. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your mercy. Yes, indeed. You have done great things. You have healed us. You have saved us. You are providing for us. You are our God. You keep all your promises. And for that, we want to thank you. Help us, dear God, to make the invisible to be visible so that we can become invincible whenever we meet the enemy. Protect us, dear God, as we'll be living this place. We commit the week to you. May it be a victorious week. May it be a blessed week. May it be a week of testimonies. May it be a week of miracles. Every good thing, dear God. May it be a week of wholesomeness. All these things, dear God. We ask them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. Till we meet on Sunday, God bless you richly. It has been an awesome Sunday as it has been with other Sundays. Uh, we thrive on fellowship. When we see you, we get encouraged. Amen. Amen. Sometimes preaching, preaching to a, an empty room is not as good as preaching to the whole group. But every time I preach to the empty room, I say, the Theophanes are here. God bless you richly. Uh, till we meet, we appreciate everything. Amen. Is there? There's a bit of caucus here. I shall allow them to caucus. Which one? Amen. God bless you richly. Amen. Good to see you. Are we good to go? Amen. Have we reached a consensus? Okay.
Shumayel, Zulipatega, Kelele, Pangel, 